We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. To talk more baseball, we bring him in now, our Radio.com Sports MLB insider. Uh, John Heyman is here to join us, and it's brought to you by our friends at Pennzoil. Motor oils made from natural gas. Pennzoil, the proof is in the Pennzoil. John, how you been? I'm good. How are you, Bill? I am doing extremely well. I cannot figure out this Brewers team for the life of me. There are what is it with superstars right now that are just struggling offensively, John? Yeah, I'm not sure. I, I, I think uh, Christian Yelich had predicted this might happen. Um, maybe it's the shortened, unusual season with only a three-week spring training, or actually two three-week spring trainings. Uh, maybe they needed more time. Uh, you know, they say the pitchers ahead of the hitters. Maybe the hitters never really got going. There are a lot of good hitters who are betting 250 or below right now. I know the league average is lower than usual. It doesn't look like it's going to set the record as it did earlier, but uh, still pretty low. Um, you know, obviously there are some really good pitchers out there, and there's a lot of hard throwers uh, that certainly affects things. But uh, the Brewers. Um, have not hit like you would expect the Brewers to hit as a team. I uh, I was talking to a buddy of mine who is a psychologist. Now, he's a psychologist for kids, but he does sports psychology. He says superstars tend to thrive on the electricity of the moment, that being the fans. Whether it's negative or positive reinforcement, it's nevertheless a pressure-packed situation. And, you know, I keep hearing Craig Council talk about, well, with no fans in the stands. And at times we look at it as maybe an excuse but do you think there's something to that? <laughs> I'm not sure. Uh, Fernando Tatis and the Juan Soto are doing pretty well. Uh, right, you know. right. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. I mean, Darby Maybe they're too young well, to know any better, right? Uh, I don't know. They're pretty good. <laughs> they're savants. Um, yeah. You know, I, I don't give any excuses. You know, these guys know what's at stake. They're playing as hard as they can. Um, no, I, I, I don't buy that. But, you know, it's theory. I'll, I'll say that. Uh, I wanted to ask you about this Brewers pitching staff. Uh, we believe they've got some good young talent. We believe they've got some arms there that can really fortify this team for the long haul. Um, in a shortened season like this, is it, are we finding out more? It's just about the teams that are hot offensively rather than just the teams that have really solid pitching, or are they going hand-in-hand like always? You know, I believe at the beginning that the best teams would still uh, emerge at the top. The cream would rise still even 60 games. I know that it's not the same as 162. And uh, I don't know, the Brewers have been a much better second-half team. They've had strong finishes and to finish strong, and I do expect them to get in there. Um, you know, they have definitely have some good arms in that uh, bullpen, which allowed them to trade uh, Phelps. Um, you know, I, I think we felt all along – 
they really haven't had the money to spend on the, the big starters, and uh, their rotations have been better than I expected. I give them credit. I think Woodruff is going to be a really good starter, um, good for him. And, uh, you know, um, I, I, I still feel like uh, I feel like they're going to make it. I, I feel like uh, overall their hitting is better than they've shown, and uh, they do have those big arms like you mentioned. Uh, Devin Williams is having a – fantastic season to this point. Uh, they might have the two best relievers in baseball. Uh, that should give them a big advantage, and I do think uh, Council is very good at getting the most out of the team as well. So uh, I see enough positives where I think they're going to make it, uh, but uh, it's been a weird season. Nobody thought the Tigers would be uh, in playoff position. Certainly nobody thought the Marlins would be in playoff position, but we have half of it to go. Half it's not a lot, but we still have 30 games or close to 30 games to go, so I still think that better teams are going to rise to the top by the end of this. Did, did we expect Tampa Bay to be leading the East? Uh, I'm not shocked by Tampa Bay at this point. Uh, they've outperformed, and they're doing it again. This is the first time I kind of jumped on their bandwagon. I didn't pretty them to win that division, but uh, you know they have the deep, deep uh, pitching staff, and I thought that would play this year. Same for Oakland. They're kind of mirror images, one on the East Coast, one on the West Coast. Similar type teams. I do think Oakland has better names in that lineup, so you know I'm not as shocked when they do well. But Tampa, you know, they keep fooling us. At some point, we got to realize they're they know something. They're doing pretty mm-hmm. good. They know what they're doing. Hey, I wanted to ask you because the Brewers clearly the struggle has been on the offensive side, and while they did trade away uh, one of their bullpen arms to start restocking that farm system. Um, they kept saying we were close to getting a bat. Did, did you hear anything about them getting the bat that they wanted? I heard they were close to getting a bat. I couldn't tell you who it was. Um, you know, obviously we know some of the bats that were out there. One was uh, Marte. He went to the Marlins. Uh, another was uh, Gallo. Uh, he didn't go anywhere. Um, so I couldn't tell you it was one of them or some surprise name that wasn't really out there that we didn't hear was out there. But I did hear that they were close to getting a bat, um, but it was they were an unusual spot being in the middle, and yet they sold. Um, you know the the you don't see contenders normally sell. Uh, the Dodgers are probably the best team I've ever seen sell. Uh, they traded away Ross Stripling, a solid starter. They didn't think he would be good enough for them in October. He's certainly plenty good for other teams, including Toronto, and they try to trade some uh, relievers as well. Nobody answered on that, but uh, it was an unusual year. Cleveland, also a seller, a team that's going to be in the playoffs, we think. Um, it's, a, it's a funny season where you've got teams that are so sure they're going to be in there, they're willing to sell even though they're in contention. And, uh, you know, uh, the Brewers, one of those teams kind of in the middle uh, that sold, but they did deal from strength and uh, felt had a little extra value with that team option. Uh, they certainly seem to get pretty good contracts on guys on the short term, so uh, that helped with this deal as well. So they were able yeah. to get more than you'd think for Phelps for that reason. That's what Although I was going to say. We don't know with... who anybody got because, you know, this year a lot, most of the players that are traded are p- uh, players to be named later. So Right. Uh, yeah, exactly. We assume that they got uh, a, good, a good return, but uh, we, we don't really know. That's the other thing with some of these guys coming out of the minor league system that aren't playing this year, unless you're playing some kind of simulated ball somewhere. Uh, it's really kind of tough. I mean, isn't it, it, the market this year is probably one of the most risky we've seen in a long time? Correct. Yeah, and that's why there weren't a lot of great prospects traded, or at least we don't think they were traded. Because again, a lot of the players we don't know who, they, who was traded.
yet. Um, we saw some of the trades I did have names attached to them, and uh, you know the uh, Padres gave up a lot. Uh, they didn't give up any of their top five prospects, but they gave up a lot to get uh, uh, Clevenger, and uh, obviously uh, deservedly so. But uh, uh, teams did not want to give up their top prospects, and teams didn't want to take a chance on on giving up. Uh, premium player for a prospect probably either probably put a crimp in things you know we talked about what a good deadline it was but basically the Padres saved it all by by getting Clevenger and doing several big deals without them it would have been kind of a dud of a deadline generally there were a lot of trades but not big ones um, certainly the other big names that we heard out there including Hader of course but uh, Bauer and Bogertz and J.D. Martinez and uh, pitchers like Bundy and Cueto and Gosman, uh, they didn't go anywhere. So really, out of the 10 or 12 biggest names you heard out there, only Marte went and uh, Clevenger. Um, but uh, San Diego did good work getting a, a hitter, two catchers, a reliever, and a starter. So take my hat off to them. And the Jays, I'll say that too, they did pick up three starters, which is unusual to be able to do that. Talking with Radio.com Sports MLB insider John Heyman uh, joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. You mentioned Josh Hader there. I wanted to ask you, how close do you think, if at all, the Brewers were to actually trading him away? I don't I don't think so. I didn't sense that at the time. And then since then, we've heard they came close to getting a bat. I don't know that it was for Hader. Um, it doesn't feel like there was anything close, but maybe that was the trade. Maybe it was Hader for a bat. Uh, you know, we... we just don't know at this point. Uh, I, I didn't feel like there was a very good chance of it uh, going in. Um, he's got multiple years to go before he's a free agent, and the value is uh, very high. And then, um, you know, I just it's just unusual uh, to trade someone who's uh, such a dominating player at his position like that with many years to go before free agency. So uh, it was a long shot all along, and uh, I don't. I I my guess would be it did not, not get very close. St. Louis is still hanging in there a game over 500. The Reds really wanted to go for it this year, and they're sitting uh, six games under. Uh, now, I know when I was out of spring training, uh, some of the people on the inside, they were optimistic, but they were more realistic in the sense that they didn't think this team had just had that dramatic a turnaround, and suddenly they were going to be knocking off the Cardinals, the Cubs, and the Brewers for the top spot. Are you surprised and or disappointed with the way the Reds have performed this season, much like the Brewers? Yeah, I'm very surprised about the Reds. I, I thought they would take a huge step uh, getting Castellanos and Moustakas, and we will see. But I, I think they have really underperformed. To have three excellent starters like they have with Castillo, Gray, and Bauer, and to have that lineup improvement that they had and to perform like this, um, it's really been a disaster for the Reds as far as I could tell. I, I'm, I'm, I want to say shocked. You know, it's been a shocking year overall and everything that's gone on. Uh, you know, nothing in baseball is going to shock any of us at this point, but I, I am surprised that they've been so poor to this point. I know that David Stearns had stated that uh, when he was talking about the acquisition of this team and the way the team was built, that he basically said guys are underperforming. You know, it's tough to make an evaluation when guys are underperforming. Uh, some fans feel that they did things a little bit cheaper. They wanted to get Christian Yelich locked up. They weren't sure what they wanted to do with Josh Hader. They did it a little bit cheaper. They got rid of some of the veteran talent in Moustakas and Grandal, and that they put a team together that really wasn't going to be as good as what they thought it was supposed to be. 
Do you look, if you're a fan on the outside looking in now, John, at this Brewers team, do you look at it and go, yeah, they didn't do enough in that in that front office to help this team, or maybe it's just a goofy season, or do you look at it and say, you know what, uh, I, I'm just going to say the players are underperforming. How do you look at this season for the Brewers right now? Yeah, I'm critical often of teams that don't spend, but I'm not going to be critical of the Brewers. They're, they're one of the teams that was hurt the most uh, by the pandemic. They are very reliant on the fans, and the fans do a great job there coming out there and supporting the team. Their attendance is excellent. Their revenue is attendance-driven. Their TV deal isn't much. I do believe, no matter what anyone may say or not say, I do believe that the, all the teams are losing money last year. this year. Last year, I think only the Marlins lost money. I think Forbes was co- probably correct in that. Some may claim that they lost money. Certainly, we've heard that the Mets lost money, and maybe they did. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I think they made it back on their S&Y uh, that they mostly own, so I'm not going to feel sorry for them. I, in this case, uh, I don't blame the Brewers for not overspending. Uh, you know, they, they, they are not certainly rolling in the cash at this point. Uh, they are an attendance-driven team, and uh, as you know, there's no attendance. So, right. um, you know, I think they've basically spent pretty well for a small market team since uh, Mark Adnazio has been there, so um, they wouldn't be my target to criticize there. John, uh, always a pleasure to chat with you. I certainly appreciate your time, man, and we'll talk a little bit later down the road, okay? All right, Bill. Good talking to you. Thanks a lot. Thanks so much, pal. Talk to you. There you go. John Heyman, our Radio.com Sports MLB insider, joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. He's brought to you by our friends at Pennzoil. Motor oil is made from natural gas. The proof is in the Pennzoil on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair. 80-plus years they've been doing it. 85 plus. Call them 844 Pride or go to SchneiderJobs.com. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. 